Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, and welcome to another episode of No Small Roles, a D&D podcast where there are no small roles and monarchical mysteries abound. Ooh, monarchical. I had to look that word up. <laughs> I will be doing that after the episode. <laughs> I'm David Knight, your dungeon master, and I'm joined by these adventurers very much in need of a long rest. So say hi, everyone. So oh, yes, we need a long rest. How many episodes has it been since you had a rest? I mean, 68. <laughs> it's, it's been at least four. Oof. <laughs> yeah, where where did we last rest? It was on it was outside the city, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, we did. Oh, oh, yeah, we've still only just arrived. Yeah, we've been awake the whole oh, day. Oh, we're such tourists. We're like, let's do everything in day one. <laughs> let's do a rally, save a prince, um, uncover a Raid conspiracy, a fight some arcanists, and all in the day's work. Don't worry, I've got one spell slot left. I think the last rest was episode 55 or 56 <laughs> around Russellgate. Oh no, oh. hashtag Russellgate. Well, I believe there's an arcanist waiting for a friendly chat. Oh shit. So, she can wait till friendly. tomorrow. She ain't friendly. Let's cue the theme tune. Prepare your party of players and polyhedral dice. Your tragic backstory better be worth the sacrifice. Seize your sheets and D20. Let's play D&D. Your haggard character swaggers with daggers in each hand. You've all discussed what you must, but even best laid plans. Take a turn when checks are missed. Roll initiative. Brandish your blades. Don't fail your saves. No risk too great, no choice too bold. This is your story. No guts, no glory. Confront your fate with every roll. Every Inside one who will pay the price, then chance of success will rest upon the dice. No risk too great, no choice too bold. This is no small rolls. So, leaving Sallow 16, the party split. 
processing the events that had just transpired. Enkidu flew off with Juna and Gaius in tow, quickly losing them in the night sky. Enkidu then scouted the Lord's Assembly, spending a moment talking with Hina before returning to Deromanet House. Journeying there themselves, Gwendolyn and Orin passed the Arcanist Consortium, asking after a tour, only to be told, for a very long waiting list. Juna and Gaius arrived back first, informing Tymon of all that had transpired. As the others arrived, Kasula pulled Gwendolyn aside for training and a heart-to-heart, leaving her with a communication device to speak with her father. Over sandwiches and a bottle of wine, you all read through a historic tome that detailed the lineage of the monarchy. On closer inspection, you noticed that every monarch had died of some kind of disease of the mind. As you puzzled over what this could mean, the doorbell rang, and Quince welcomed in a visitor for you. Arcanist Zerevir Tarek. And that's where we pick it up. Before we go into what Zerevir Tarek's here to chat about, though, Gwendolyn. Semi flashback. (laughs) Semi retcon. You're upstairs in Kasula's in Kasula's rooms. You've got this little pebble in your hand with the uh, sort of the patterns around the edge, and you've been told to squeeze it and talk into it, and they'll hear you. Okay. So yeah. So she squeezes it. Hello. Is anybody there, Father? It's Delhi. So first of all, there's no response, and then you hear like this rustle almost like somebody like scrabbling to pick up a stone <laughs> it's just rustle? like not rustle not rustle <laughs> this kind of like everywhere. white noise like shh yeah. um, and he picks it up and he goes Deli? Father Deli <laughs> oh my goodness it's so lovely to hear your voice is is now a good time I... well yes I was I was just going to bed but um yes yes how did you get uh, is Kasula okay Yes, yes. Uh, she's she got a bit knocked up today. Um, did she tell you that there was an attack on Time and Prevost, and she bore the brunt of it? She did not. Oh, well, she's great. So that's probably why she didn't <laughs> mention it to you. Um, she's on the mend. Uh, Is she nearby? Can I speak to her? Uh, she just went downstairs. She just went. Um, she left me. With you, I'll I'll tell her to call you later. She probably didn't want to worry you. I probably shouldn't have mentioned it. I know she's very much like that, isn't she? Yeah, she's pretty great. Um, well, I'm glad you're with her. Yeah, I'm glad I'm with her too. We had a good talk, and um, I I was quite surprised for her to tell me that she kind of understands why I did what I did. I wondered if you were in the same. Um, camp, so to speak. Well, it, it did come as a surprise. Yeah. But, well, have you been enjoying your travels? Um, yes and no. Uh, oh. I've made some really good friends. It's just there's, uh, there's been some challenging times on my travels as well. I, you know, it's all part of growing up, I guess. And, Traveling. Oh, yes, I've I've gotten into quite a few scrapes on the road myself. Oh. I miss your stories. I miss talking to you. Um, I miss you too, dear. I'm so glad that you're with Kasula, though. Does that mean you'll be coming home soon? I, 
I don't think so. I'm... Okay, okay. okay. Yeah, I'm helping people and um, I, I feel like this is the right place for me to be. But I am... I, I, I do want to apologise to you for the way that I left. I, I know you must have been awfully worried. I was. I was for some time, but... Well, now that I know you're safe, yes. well, that doesn't matter anymore, does it? No, that's... I appreciate that, Father. I... Everybody runs off at some point, and... Well, this isn't quite the first time you've run away from home, just not as far. Yeah, yes. <laughs> usually running after you as well. And... Exactly. Good. Uh... If, if Juno is able to, you can message me whenever you like. Yes? Of course, of course. Uh, that, that would be wonderful. Uh, I'll, I'll try to avoid sending letters to your ceiling as well. Um... That would be appreciated. Yeah. The, um, well, we got a plasterer in and they, they fixed it up. But um... Oh, did, did it really like damage the ceiling or so i was lying down when it appeared and it it just filled up the entire ceiling now from, from oh. the distance it like it was it was i can imagine paper size but it was just very big oh so um i i did write a lot as well yes front and back y well yes we discovered most of it in the floor the next day the, the, the above oh Oh, oh, uh, wow. No, it's fine, it's fine. Mm. It means that, um, well, we've replaced most of it, but then we've left love from Delhi at the bottom. Which is... Oh, that's, that's so sweet. Yes. That's, oh, Father, I, I, I can't tell you how relieved I am to hear your voice and to hear your positivity. I, what would you like me to do about the debages? I've been concealing my identity whilst I've been traveling more recently to try and oh. throw them off my scent. They seem to be trying to hunt me down. I did have a rather unfortunate incident with um, a, a bounty hunter, I suppose. Oh, I didn't realize they were going to so much effort, I'll be honest. Oh. Prim's been largely in charge of, of calming them down. Um, it's partly her idea to, to, blame, to blame your friend. Ah. She's, well, she's become a very adept at dealing with people, much more than I ever was. <laughs> well, she does like to get herself into being the centre of attention if she can. Well, mm. I, sh I should probably speak to her about the debages in that case. Um, oh, yes, of course, I'm hogging you, I'm hogging you. Oh, uh, oh no, 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 Father, uh, please, um... please, please. I do, I do have a, a few other quick questions, I suppose. Yes. Um... I better just say, Carhilda, is that name familiar to you? Um, well, uh, yes. Is it my name? Uh, how did you come across that name, dear? Well, um, I was in this place in the Golden Forest where they could tell me and my friends all of the names that we're known by and they some of them discovered names that they'd never heard before and I was told that I was known by the name of Carhilda by some people or someone and I drew the conclusion that perhaps it was the name that my birth mother gave me 
That is a very good conclusion to come to. I wouldn't use it too loudly, though, my dear. Oh, um... At least not where... Perhaps not where the occasions are concerned. Right, okay. I... I've kind of been using it as my cover name. (laughs) 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 Can't call yourself Glenn. Can't call yourself Glenn. I can't hold it anymore. (laughs) Classic Glenn. Um, Out of the frying pan, into the fire. (laughs) Just names everywhere. (laughs) You are are much further south than you are. and um, Would you be heading... Northward, or I, I would like to, if if you would be comfortable with me doing that. Yeah, I I think that that would be okay. Perhaps yes, change to a different pseudonym if you were to head okay. closer to the sea. I would say, or right. North Hold, or oh, but you think it's Cowen, Cowen, <laughs> ah Cowen, <laughs> have a cup of tea, Gwilda. <laughs> well, I I suppose I can. Maybe not use that name for now. Um, now that hmm. I could probably go back to using Gwendolyn, um, if you well, think yes. that's well, I'll check. Well, I, I mean, Korean. it depends. If you want to avoid the debashes, perhaps not. But, oh gosh, uh, it's very confusing. Um, um, I don't, I don't know much about the name, dear, but it was it was something your mother wanted to be kept secret. To be kept secret. Did she, did she say why? No. Unfortunately, I'm quite in the dark about that. But I'm I'm sorry if it's brought up any painful memories you mentioned. Oh, oh no. no, no painful memories of your mother. Good. I'll certainly let you know if I if I think I'm going to be heading that way. We're finding ourselves kind of drawn south. Um, oh, good, good. Yeah. Uh, well, if you have a, if if you think of anything else to to do with that name that you think would be useful for me to know, do do let me know. Uh, I'm sure we'll find a way to contact through Juno and what have you. And um, yes, yes. Um, well, I'll see if I can do any further research on it. I'd appreciate that. Um, another little question. Uh, as we're in Forlos Vale, um. On my travels, uh, we met uh, an arcanist by the name of Zerevir Tarek, and uh, when I introduced myself to her as Lady Gwendolyn Rose, she did mention that uh, she had an acquaintance in you through work. I, I feel like I, uh, well, I, I, I had a, a message from her recently, and I, I imagine me and my friends will go and find her and try and speak to her at some point. So. I just thought it might be good to have all the information I could. Um, yes, yes. Um, I've worked a little with, with Arcanist Zerevir, Arcanist Tarek. Um, she's quite a f- formidable woman. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I but, hope uh, I don't run into her again anytime soon, like oh, today, because no. <laughs> that would be like a bit much. I'm quite tired. Uh, maybe tomorrow I could handle her. It's a big her. place, isn't it? Why would you still I mean, her? yeah. <laughs> it's late. Uh, yeah, so, no, just little things, little things. Um, here and there, as I've as I've uh, um, built built different things for different people, sometimes I need a uh, what's the word correspondent within the uh, the consortium. 
Oh. Um, uh, it's largely different people, whoever's available. Um, and uh, I've worked with, on a little thing with her for, uh, for the De Laveaux, I think it was. The De oh, I can't remember now. It was years ago. Uh, years ago. Oh, uh, I, do you know what? I've actually come across a, the Lady Tula De Laveaux uh, on my mm. travels. Oh, well, uh, her servant, um, lovely guy called Gus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know if you've ever met him. He was lovely. Oh, I can't say I'm familiar. I was, I was working with one of the older chaps. The, ah. um, yes, uh, Waylon, have you come across Waylon? Waylon to Laveau. I don't believe so. Uh, but know. what's he like? Oh, cranky old fart, really. Oh, okay. Maybe best avoid it. <laughs> yes. Well, if you can avoid all of the Delavos. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> That's always useful to know. Do we do, don't have long. This thing only has a few minutes on it. Right. Um. Yeah. Okay, but there's Daily no, minutes. Uh, no nothing that you think I should know about Tarek. Uh, no, uh, no, no red flags or anything like that. Okay. Uh, no, but she was strict. She was incredibly helpful. You think she's a nice person? Or, well, no, not nice. <laughs> That's probably not the word. Uh... Uh, from my understanding, from Kasula, she seems to be of some supporter of, of Prevost. So, at least politically, we're uh, we're we we we're inclined the same way. And you support Prevost? Oh, I, I would say so. My voice doesn't really have much of a sway in these things, but it's a damn sight nicer than Berrien. Yes, from what I've heard of his methods, I would certainly agree. Um, well, I like you say, uh, don't want to use up all the minutes. Uh, <laughs> however, this works. It's a wonderful invention, Father. Um, oh, thank you. Um, yes, let me go. Let me, uh, Prim, I'll go, I'll go wake Prim up. Yeah. Uh, oh, kind of like, wake her up. Oh, shit. <laughs> running down like a, a couple of doors slamming, like sort of, you can almost picture the exact route he's taking from his bedroom to, <laughs> to Prim's. Um, and the door slams open. And you just hear like, Prim, Prim is your sister. She's on the phone. <laughs> She's on the stone. She's on the stone, yeah. To which there is a grumble. What? <laughs> oh, nice to hear from you too. Don't be sarcastic, Deli. Well, I'm sorry to have woken you up, but I just thought I'd, you know, check in on my big sister. Where are you? Well, I'm in Forlos Vale, obviously, otherwise I wouldn't have Kasula's stone. Well, you could have let us know a lot earlier, couldn't you? Well, I let you know as soon as I could. I don't have ways of connecting to people. I don't have a stone. I don't have magic. Well, you best. could have taken one. If you'd just spoken to us before you left, you could have taken one with you, couldn't you? Oh, really? Oh, re you would have let me take one of the stones? Well, you could have taken one. You, you'd let me you touch probably would any have taken of one the adventures. You just thought for a second, wouldn't oh, you? Oh, my goodness. I'm trying to say hello. Hello. You miss me. <sighs> what do you want? That means you missed me. I want to check what's been going on with the debages and should I carry on having... Oh, because you suddenly care about what's going on with the debages. Well, I do care when they send bounty hunters after me. Well, yes, somebody had to bring you back home, didn't they? Wasn't it like you were going to do it by yourself? So you sent the bounty hunters after me? No, they sent the bounty hunters. I just agreed that perhaps it was a good idea. You do you think that that was a good idea? Obviously, well, how I was... old are you? You can't just run across the country by yourself, Delhi. I'm 20 years old. I'm not That's a child. That's not old enough. You've never left the town before. What were you... <sighs> I'm with people. I'm with friends. You I... have no idea how much... How much sweet talking I've had to do to them. How much I've had to smooth this all over. And all you're saying is, oh, why are you send bounty hunters after me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yes, I am saying that. I, I'm sorry that you had to smooth things over and sort these things out. But honestly, you could do with getting out of the town a bit more often. Well, I have been getting out of the town, haven't I? I've had to go to Carth. I've had to go to Laveau. I've had to. I've had to go and have all of these dinners and make sweet talk to all of these people who are just oh. insufferable. Insufferable, worse than your would-be husband. Well, yes, thank- that's right. There are people worse than him. God, <laughs> there are whiskers. Oh my god. Oh. Well, see, aren't you glad that I didn't actually marry into no, that family? No, I'm not glad. Well, he would then be your brother-in-law and you'd have I to... I wouldn't see- have had to worry about you anymore, would I? You don't have to worry about me, Prem. Of course I do. I'm your big sister. I have to worry about you. I- your little smelly deli. I have to worry about you. <laughs> <laughs> don't call me smelly deli. You know how I hate that. It's in the world notes. <laughs> <laughs> Canon. Prem, I... I'm... 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 I'm good. I, I, I've got friends, and I'm doing things, and I, honestly, I, I'm a lot more capable than you give me credit. I'm going back to bed. I love you. Good night. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> yeah, like another little rustle <laughs> as the stone is clearly passed back. Sort of a night, Delhi. There's a night, Prim. And like saw so your father <laughs> tiptoes out the door. You hear a click. She'll forgive me, won't she? Yes, I think so. Cool. I won't wake Dorian up, but um, give him a little squidge from you, shall I? Please do. And if you see any of my friends, um, especially Laurel, mm. please let her know I'm safe and I hope she's keeping well. Yes. She's actually, um, she's been around quite a lot. She has? Yes, uh, I mean, Beatrice is a, a very good cook, but, um, well, Laurel's just been doing much better with looking after Darian. Oh, wow. Yes, it's been quite nice. I didn't, I didn't think she'd get so involved in family with me being gone, and but that's good. I think she was worried to begin with, and then kind of fell into a pattern and they were playing and they'd go horse riding together and well now they, they just she, she's a wonderful babysitter <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's she's great with kids um she seems happy though i think she misses you is she dating uh, we all do of course is she dating hanging out with anybody that you would know of not that you would know that sort Thing. I um That's probably an awkward uh, question. I've never I've never taken the liberty to ask. Don't, that's fine. That's But uh would, would shall I make inquiry? No. No, 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 no. She doesn't need to know that I'm asking that sort of thing. Um okay. Um, as you're holding the stone, it just starts to get a little warm in your hand and you've noticed that the, the markings around the edge are just slowly like flashing a, a gentle red. Okay, uh, it's flashing red. Is this, uh, is this mean yeah, that... Uh, yeah, yeah, we're almost out of time. Okay, well, uh, um, stone you some other time. I, d- I don't know what... <laughs> oh I wasn't God. sure what to call it. I was... <laughs> I'll stone you. That doesn't oh. sound like... Right. Yes, but No, uh, I was, I was pe- thinking pebble maybe... Pebble you later. Rose reporter, rose oh. receiver. The rose um, receiver. The rose pebble. Uh, the word call is oh, still... rose pebble, because it sounds like petal. The, the rose pebble. 
So, oh, it's actually. Was it thought the rose brick? Mm. No, that's Nokia. You can't have that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pebble, pebble. I like pebble. pebble. Okay. Well, um, yes. Uh, sorry, and good night. And mm. I love you. I love you too, Danny. Bye. <laughs> Need some more minutes from Vodastone. 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 Yeah. Yes, that's Vodastone. brilliant. Vodastone. Well played, sir. Well played. <laughs> <laughs> Gwendolyn like fiddles around with it. She doesn't quite know how to turn it off exactly. She just keeps like squeezing and fiddling. Like a mum on FaceTime. How do you turn this? How thing do you? Off? <laughs> yeah, it's just it's like only my been dad. The, the, the very top of her head the whole time in the call. Yeah. <laughs> just this huge amount of space above her. Yeah. As you start making your way downstairs, Gwendolyn. You hear the doorbell ring. And so you're perched on the stairs as Zeravir Tarek is led into, uh, sort of, through. Oh no, her ears were burning. <laughs> Everyone in the kitchen. Guys, you've just had a door to the face. <laughs> Take ten points of damage. Oh, damn. <laughs> it's a hard door. I mean, not that bad, but... But yeah, Zeravir Tarek has stood very much in the doorway. She's sort of just looking at you Um... May I speak with them in private, Quint? He's like, oh, oh, yes, I suppose. Uh, Would you like the kitchen or... Yes, yes, yes. The kitchen would be just fine. She sort of steps further in. As then, uh, Casila and Quince are closing the door and, like, clearly about to be listening. (laughs) Gwendolyn, you, like, (laughs) appear. (laughs) Uh, Oh, Uh, uh, we were just... um, you just, just hanging uh, out. A, a visitor. Oh. A visitor for you and, and your, your companion. Uh, shall I go in? Are you going to be out here? Yeah, uh, we won't. Uh, we probably... No, no, I don't... No, we won't. <laughs> Gwendolyn just, like, looks at Casula and gives her kind of a knowing smile. And <laughs> okay, well, I'm sure you're going to get on about your day. I'll uh, pop in and say hello. Yes, um, I, I, Quince kind of mutters he goes oh, I should probably uh, turn in for the night uh, but um, feel free let yourselves out uh, pleasure having you thank you for your work well, the rest of it uh, he walks off <laughs> Kasula doesn't really move she uh, kind of like moves out of the way for you but is very much gonna listen <laughs> Gwendolyn rolls her eyes and just goes in <laughs> knowing exactly that Kasula's out the door inside of the kitchen Zeravir sort of strolls across, finds a, a seat in the centre of the table, just pulls it back and sits herself down. Well, it's been wonderful. I've not seen you all in so long. Please do take a seat. Don't mind if I do. Um, Kitty uh-huh. grabs a sandwich, um, pulls out a chair, sits down. <laughs> but he'll check it first. <laughs> and then he'll eat it. David, mm? am I wearing a bathrobe? <laughs> 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 um, you had been asking after a shower, hadn't you? Yeah. Yeah. We'll say yes. You in in all of this time yeah. that's passed, you have managed to <laughs> to sneak off and have a bar, uh, have a shower. Okay. And it's filled to the brim. The pockets are filled to the brim with all those tiny little like lotions and potions and things that you find <laughs> in fancy medicine so. cabinets, like your nice shampoos sure. and whatnot. Skincare. Sure, sure, sure. Where's all guys' normal stuff? Is it just like scattered around the kitchen or? <laughs> well, I mean, like at the end of the day, this bathrobe is far nicer to wear than his normal clothes. So he's <laughs> completely like taking this in. 
for every chance he can. Amazing. So so guy will like gingerly like grab a kitchen stool and just like cross his legs and like <laughs> <laughs> sit on the stool. Trying not to flash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's 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 got that as a back pocket as a um what's that film where like she crosses her legs at a Oh, basic instinct. Yeah, <laughs> basic instinct. If it gets too dark, guys, don't worry. Classic bar. Who's the guy? Are you trying to seduce me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so yeah, Zeravir just taking a seat. She gets out a little, like little paper bag, and like rummages around in it. Pulls out a little blue, like almost bonbon type thing. And just like pops it in her mouth. That's a little chew. Mm. June is going to make sure Iwana is very near her. Mm-hmm. I think it's probably prudent if we have um, some privacy during this conversation. Yes? Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Would anybody object? No. I don't object, I just wonder why. Aren't we already pretty private? Yeah. Closed door? Yeah, somewhat, but of course, we never know who's listening in. And she starts drawing with her finger some letters onto the table with like almost like a little bit of sugar that's left on from the bonbon. I will watch very closely. Then sort of like scrubs it clean. And as she does so, there's like a little arcane spark and the letters fizzle up and then just appear on all of the walls around the room. Mm. Oh, what's that? Just some protection. It means that we'll be quite safe in here. Nobody can listen in. Uh, Nobody outside will be able to hear us. No uh, scrying, for instance, or other divination magics will be able to penetrate the, uh, the, the force field. That is very cool. I stole your shampoos! <laughs> Does it cut out all sounds? <laughs> y- yes. Um, oh. Wow. So I don't know if... This isn't a... This isn't another zone of truth. This is just... You don't have to be truthful is what I'm saying. Are you being truthful? You haven't asked us anything We yet. were. We were before. <laughs> She's very much directing pocket. that at Gaius. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did steal the shampoos, yes. <laughs> That's probably not for the best. <laughs> and Keely would blow dry his hair from across the room by pointing the finger at him. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> it's like Guy suddenly got like an 80s blowout. Like, with all <laughs> the most luscious his hair's look this whole uh, yeah yeah campaign. yeah it is like full-on like lion's mane <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. yeah that's exactly what i was imagining chris <laughs> talking like heathcliff motherfucker <laughs> i must say it's um sort of some surprise to uh to see you all in town yeah quite oh. a coincidence why is, why is that well, just odd for our paths to keep crossing well it's only the way. second time and we're busy doing the Twain Tide Tea you, you Tournament. You obviously don't know much about this Twain Tide Tea Tournament. <laughs> exactly. Four spoons. Unless are you involved in the Twain Tide Tea Tournament? I'm aware of the Twain Tide Tea Tournament, but um, okay. exactly does that pertain to your involvement okay. in Sallow 16? Can we, let's, 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 let's stop. Let's drop this here. Given the secrets that we've, both parties have had to like keep for the longest time possible since we first met, let's, let's drop the pretense here. You know we were at Solo 16, and you know that has nothing to do with the Twain Tide Tournament. Well, no, But that's... it was a coincidence that we got caught up in all this. It wasn't our choice. Things just happened. Yeah, we were just watching Time and Prevost. And people attacked him. Yeah. And then we tracked those guys back to Solo 16, which is how you got, you got involved. Honestly, a complete coincidence. And we're here. I mean, we came to this city because of the Twain Tide Tournament, and then we wanted to find out what was going on with Prevost. 
that if you're good at something, you never do it for free. What about you? What brings you here? What about your involvement in Rost Hall? Again, another coincidence. Someone was masquerading as one of us. There was some confusion. We tried to bring the suspect down and one thing led to another. Nothing we started. And nothing we really ended either. Um, People just came after us. We just wanted to pass through the town and things got out of hand. Hmm. Well, I do not profess to be knowledgeable uh, about the uh, tapestry of the cycle, but I'm no fool, and to ignore a knot of string such as yours is to become just a frayed tangle in its wake. If you were, as you say, purely in these places by coincidence, why exactly are your names being stripped from all of our reports? What? That, that's news, honestly. We wouldn't know anything about that. What do you mean? Yeah. I mean precisely what I say. Every report that we've put in that mentions the five of you, I've checked, they've been redacted. Do you by know who by? Who? Yeah. No, I'm very much hoping you'll tell me. Well, we don't have any friends powerful enough to want to redact our names for any such reason. The person we've had most dealing with is you. So that's all I could say. Is it you? And Kidu, can you make a wisdom saving throw, please? Motherfudging. <gasps> is this a spell? Yes. Counterspell. Counterspell? Yeah. <gasps> the wording of counterspell, what is that? How does how's that work? Um, if I, if I recognise a spell as being cast, I can just counter it. Let me get that. You can't see a spell being cast. I can't see a spell being cast. Nope. <gasps> okay, fine. Wisdom saving throw. That's a natural two. Natural two. Ooh. Ooh. Um, so, as these questions are are being put to you, what are your deeper thoughts? Um, you feel something suddenly, yeah, push in past, past your surface, and just like further in. Mm-hmm. What what exactly are you thinking about? I'm thinking about um, Erida fudging, have um, fudging reports or getting access to fudge thoughts um one i'm also thinking um about um oh is she on is is um cut all the arms out please is there a bit on the <laughs> side um apart from mine mine will stay <laughs> <laughs> and um wondering if the others inside are thinking about stuff i, I don't know mm-hmm. i don't have access to their thoughts do we see this happen, Bebedee? No, no. Okay. Because I would have counterspelled it if I did. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I just I don't mean like do we see this, but but do we see like anything that? Um, I mean more like Enki do struggling like to hold it back or yeah, anything like that. Yeah, like it's definitely it's almost a physical sensation of someone like rummaging through your thoughts. So yeah, there'd definitely be some physical awareness, and like it goes on for about a minute. Oh well. shit! Ooh, wow. it, like I, I do like. Do I need to roll for Juna to realise what's going on? Because I have something I'd like to do if I know it's going on. But obviously, I would only do it if I know it's going on. Uh, make a make an insight check. <sighs> yeah. Is Juna gonna try and detect thoughts that detect thoughts? <laughs> Juna knows she has no hope with that kind of stuff. Oh, She's wow. going a completely <laughs> different direction. Hopefully, seventeen. Oh. Uh, seventeen. You do notice that he. Yeah, he's clearly at some into some discomfort. There, you do get a sense of the way he's 
reacted it is a similar way to how people have reacted when you've cast detect thoughts in that case i think june is going to go a bit rogue in the hope of distracting zeravir Tarek, and she's going to communicate with ruana who is currently a hawk mm-hmm. with some nice sharp fangs and she's going to ask uh, ruana to attack her <laughs> and as ruana's like digging her claws into her attack she's going to like be- yeah attack her. she's going to be like She's got hair! What's she doing? And sort of like bump into Zeravir and be like, ah! Ah! Oh! This has never happened before! Ah! And just cause a complete stir for as long as possible. <laughs> okay, okay. Let me, let me quickly roll a thing. Okay. As you're moving around the room, can you make a performance check, please? <gasps> yeah. Are you sure you don't want me to make a deception check? No, I think a performance for this <laughs> one. <laughs> Oh man! Oh man! I'm gonna need it's to charisma, add to isn't it? It should be fine. Casting at straws. Is that favor of the gods? I favored of the gods. It fifteen. <laughs> fifteen. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, you flail around the room. Zeravir kind of like watches you for a moment. You really should train your familiar. Is that a familiar or just a bird you bought? It is a familiar. Ah! Oh, can I, help me, Zeravir? Ow! She's digging her talons in. Okay, I mean, Ow! this is only... I, ah! I really don't mean to... It, ah! And she just casts... knocks into her. Yes, ah, okay, thank you. Um, And she um oh, casts ah. a little firebolt, as small as she can, um, over at Ruana. Oh, no. And that's a 16 to hit. I'm not really going to look that up. I feel like it does. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a... Pretty high no, AC. pretty good. <laughs> um, Hawk armor class is 13. 13. Shall I wreck on it and just say yes? <laughs> yes, that hits. Um, so this little fire bolt thing, and like she's tried to make it as small and precise as possible to not to catch anybody else in the room, just catches Ruana's wing and does six points of damage. So she, I assume, just puffs out. Uh, Yes, she has one hit point. <laughs> there you go. She says, obviously I didn't want to do that. I'll refund you um, any any herbs and components you need, of course. I take lavender. You know who that was, don't you? I'm sorry? You're familiar? You know who that was, don't you? Well, yes, I'd rather hoped it was your familiar. No, that is the witch in the woods who has taken on the entirety of the blame for what happened at Tillersham on your instruction. So she's not dead. That's a good thing, I suppose. Well, one person who is dead, who you assured us would come to no harm, is Jasana, who we had to learn through Prevos, was executed for crimes she didn't commit. Well, she was involved in the theft. But, yes, it was rather unfortunate there, the route they chose to take with her. You promised she'd come to no harm. She came to no harm whilst in my care. And... You got overruled quite recently with Sallow 16. Does that happen often to you? It's becoming more and more common, actually. It's part of the reason I wanted to talk to you. So you're finding yourself in need of a new friend in these trying times? Finding a a strange pattern of behaviours. Can I just ask before we move on to that? What happened to Oscan? He was taken under the care of Lord Berrien. Oh, no. Beyond that, I don't know. Oh. <sighs> or Berrien. Yes, he made quite a show of it. What do you mean a show? What did he seem to Stepping get? in to save the young boy who was tragically caught up in his, his parents' theft. Does that mean he's here? If he's still alive? 
I, I wouldn't know, I'm afraid. Okay. <sighs> Grace here, keeping you updated with all things No Small Roles related. We hope you enjoyed the silliness of the last No Small Questions. Though myself, Ben, and Sam were all rather frazzled, it was so great to hang out with our wonderful patrons. Wish you'd been there live for the fun? Then check out our Patreon at www.patreon.com. We have four different levels of support, so choose the one that suits you best. Teapots and Up are currently enjoying David's music for the Cities of Dravain, with Vernock Rise and Rust Hall already available. Next week, we have a special treat for all levels of our Patreon, as we will be releasing episodes one and two of our new show, The Rambler's Rest. Patreon isn't the only way to support us. Reviews are also a brilliant way to show No Small Roll some love. So please do drop us a review on iTunes, Podchaser, or wherever you like to review your podcasts. It's a great way of helping more listeners find the show. That's all from me for now. Let's get you back to the adventure. So, um, you know, you're a little bit out of uh, sorts. You're not sure what the situation is. We're in town doing our thing. Like, with all due respect, it's nice to see a familiar face and all, but, like, uh, why'd you come to us besides just, you know, asking what we're about and stuff? So, Zeravir kind of eyes you up. Not eyes you up, that's the weird... He is just wearing a bathrobe. <laughs> he is just wearing a bathrobe. <laughs> Guy goes, Zeravir, eyes up here. <laughs> um, she she nods in like a sort of understanding yeah let's get to the, the point of it she says well I'm quite concerned about Exissa and uh, Archmage Granius's intentions with Pellegree and I just wanted to clarify a few things as you were chasing him and perhaps knew a little more than I did to start at the beginning and give you a full picture of what I'm exactly dealing with. Since our meeting in Tillersham, I had then been assigned uh, to investigate the Lockholt Henge, uh, and I set up a small outpost using the Vondel Manor for the Arcanist Consortium to to run research. However, as uh, we Secured the area, secured the hand. Well, I was very quickly replaced in that manner, and uh, slowly replaced with those allied with Arch Magus Grania. My research was taken away, and uh, I obviously expressed interest in, in continuing, but I was denied, and this happens occasionally, so I thought nothing of it. Instead, I was sent on a large-scale development plan, to encased Rost Hall in a zone of truth, of all things. Obviously, I have some skill in that, and uh, their local town, after, after the debacle with uh, the faceless footman, um, wanted to secure the town so that nobody could do such things again. Quite a drastic choice, if you ask me, but their local council and their people seemed in favour of it. Only a few small minor protests. This, of course, uh, put me in contact with arcanist Klein Iovet, and we had some words about a certain group of people who, it transpired, we'd both come into contact with. So, after a wonderful evening, talking away, we're good friends, Klein and I. I bet you are. Well, yes, we've uh, 
we've both worked for quite some time in the, uh, the consortium. I decided to read his report and I discovered at that point that you had been redacted from it. He'd mentioned uh, your involvement firstly at meeting him the night before. And then, of course, uh, a chase through the streets after the Faceless Footman, which involved a, a group who matched your description. So, of course, you included you. But for some reason, you, you disappeared quickly out of that town. So, again, highly suspicious whether you were working for or against the Faceless Footman. It's hard to say. Still to be decided, if you ask me. Obviously, knowing that you were mentioned in the report, but then seeing that you had been redacted, I checked my own report on Tillisham. And that too had been largely redacted, including any mention that I'd made of the Henge. Usually, those things can be mentioned freely in consortium documents, uh, and not only kept secret from the wider world, but it was strange to have the entire thing redacted in that way. Maybe that's the truth we can all agree on. Juna raises an (laughs) eyebrow. (laughs) (laughs) No, but that's unfortunately the point. The truth that we had agreed had been discarded. Well, the truth we agreed on is that we weren't there. So, we weren't there. Yes, but we'd also agreed that uh, this whole thing was the Witch of the Woods' fault. And in fact, it then wasn't her fault. It was placed entirely on the Vondells. They had, after all, been thieving from their local populace and and, um, had merely fallen into some dark magics and it had gone amok. An entirely more truthful outcome, I have to say. And not a truth that we spread either. Yeah. Nothing we perpetuated on our end. No. So it was the people that took over your research that were responsible for Jasana's execution? No, I'm afraid that was entirely the Lord's Assembly. Oh dear. Why was the, uh, if you don't mind me asking, why was the name of the um, arcanists that uh, got put on the, uh, the Henge project? Oh, there were a great number of us uh, down that way. Um, Needless to say that they all had close ties to, to Archmagus Granius. Do you feel as if you're in any particular danger? Because you're clearly not free to pursue certain issues, certain interests of your own. In danger, no. Um, more that there is something, something further going on, and uh, I just want to clarify exactly what. And what did you get when you poked around inside my head? I haven't poked around inside your head at all. Fine. Why? Do you have something to hide? No, I just thought we were going to have a conversation. David? Yeah? Does she look like she's telling the truth when she says she hasn't poked around inside in Keith's head? <laughs> you can make an insight check if you like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 17. Yeah, she's looking oh, pretty okay. truthful. Fair enough. I twist my ring and cast suggestion. Oh, wait, crap. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this? Arch, Magus, Granius, then. Petra Granius, she's one of the three in the High Circle. How long has she been there? Mm. 30 years or so? Not longer. Well, considering. Considering, of course. Um, Have you got any, like, theories as to why she might be, I don't know, being, like, so secretive? I'll answer that question with a question. Pedigree had some connection to the Henges. He'd recently come into possession of a, a certain artifact, and this is the second case to involve both you and a henge. And I should very much like to know if you have any connection to them. Sadly, we don't. We honestly don't. If you don't mind me asking, what, what does 
Pellegree have that's to do with the henges? Through uh, some contact, or rather, um, we have learned that he'd recently purchased a, well, what we're calling a henge key. <gasps> this is Ben getting overexcited, not Oren, just to be crystal clear. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, for listeners, Ben is just like bobbing around in his Zoom square. <laughs> I've written like so many notes. <laughs> yeah, same. But of course, we don't know exactly what that entails, what that implies. A henge key. Though considering his connection with the children of Havoc, it is some cause for concern. And do you know of any more henges apart from the Lockhart one? Yes, there are a number. And um, so are you wanting to find this key? What I'm wanting to find is is a reason to hmm, is a reason that this entire thing is being kept so off the books. The henge key itself is obviously dangerous. I can only hope that in capturing Pellegree, um they have also captured the artifacts that he's gotten his hands on. Um I believe some of your uh, friends in the consortium have uh, taken him. Yes, indeed. Unfortunately not the usual holding pens. So, obviously, there's a faction within the consortium that are serving their own interests. Exactly. It is a cause for some concern. Indeed. But I must ask again, mm-hmm. you have no connection to the Henges? Nope. We genuinely have no connection to the Henges. I would love to say that we had more to do with the Henges. I f- feel an enormous amount of guilt with what happened at the Henge. And Gina, I think- can you make a wisdom saving throw, please? Oh, no! As you're talking. The fudge. Mm. Oh, it's bad. It's mm. really bad, people. Mm. There's nothing I can do. I think like, I, feel, I just feel like from now on, every time I hear the word arcanist, I'm going to just leave town. I just don't want to meet them. hand is going to start hurting. I don't want to meet them. I really don't. <laughs> like, they just keep squeezing like truth out of us, like, in like a yeah. consensual manner, and I don't like yeah, it. It's really yeah. yeah, it's really gross. It's gross. It's just Oh, ask you a few questions. Oh, never mind, I'll just read your mind. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. thanks. Your information is mine, thank you. Oh, is it? Is it against magic? It is a magical saving throw. Oh, yeah. that, yes. I, ha- I thought I had advantage, and I do. Which takes me to a 50. 15. Um, that's unfortunately not enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, sir, High level but, um, so as you're um, talking about the Henges and obviously thinking about them, what are your deeper thoughts about your connection to the Henges? Um, I think Juna's thoughts about her deeper connection to the Henges are genuinely that she wishes that they'd gone to the Henge when they left Tillisham, that she feels responsible for Ruana's death and that she's scared that the henge was left unguarded and is thinking I want to go directly to that henge now mm-hmm. okay yeah it's genuinely what she's thinking mm. and what she was about to say out loud so <laughs> that's lucky kind of yeah matches <laughs> that is actually quite lucky and sort of as you sort of finish verbalizing that thought as well as it like going through your mind and Again, you can feel someone push in as you've done mm. into like other people's minds. You can feel that there is an extra presence there. And I think Juna like wallows in it, like she wallows in it, thinking at least if I'm thinking about this, it's sort of a quite a safe thought. I think. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Do we see this? Does anyone at the table see that she's doing this to Juna? Yeah. It could, or like because now, like we sort it's of twice now. Been <laughs> thre- we've been we've been alerted to the 
point that she's been like... No, she's not made any moves to cast magic in, in any way. Okay. She kind of nods, though, looking at you. And your connection to the Children of Havoc? They showed up at the rally, caused some havoc, we fought them off, and we chased them until Axissa chased us off. So, yeah. no connection really there. We were literally being paid. We were just like a bunch of hired adventurers. Like, that's literally our gig. But you're not quite just hired adventurers, are you? No, we're very handsome, talented adventurers, true. We're spoon hunters. And I have a personal connection to Kusrula, time and Prevost's uh, bodyguard. I haven't seen her for a long time. When I saw her under attack, I went to protect her best I can, and I'm grateful that my friends were here to try and help me. I was very keen to hunt down those who had hurt her. Mm, that is understandable. My meaning more is, um, Klain mentioned a, what was the name? Yes, Heron. It was on your minds somewhat. Heron? That is one of my favourite birds, actually. Yes, but uh, when, when you encountered Arcanist Diavet in Rosthall, that scholar was on your mind for some reason. Well, he is quite handsome. So that's no surprise. When we met Klain, it was the second time we had met someone from the consortium. So, of course, we were thinking of him. No doubt we were probably thinking of you too. Hmm. And she kind of like turns her head to the door. She says, what do you think? Oh, no. And Klain Eovet appears in the corner. Fuck. Oh, Motherfoot! No! Oh, no. That's why we haven't seen anybody casting magic. You can't have them in the same room, David. And it kind of shrugs and he goes, I personally think they're quite trustworthy. Oh, okay. Oh, really? Insight check? (laughs) Feel free, feel free. I'm insight checking him as well. The mind-reading invisible guy in the corner is talking about who's trustworthy and who's not. That's rich. Guys, put a shirt on. (laughs) (laughs) There's <laughs> an invisible pervert in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to sound the situation, Gaius immediately drops his robe. <laughs> that other people were doing insight. My insight, that is going to be... Ooh, unnatural 20. Noise. Yes. Oh, very nice. Yeah, what is it you're trying to, like, <laughs> suss out from him? When he said we're really trustworthy, is he being sarcastic or is he being genuine? He's being genuine. There you go, cool. Okay. Yeah, we got his- 100%. Like... As soon as he says that, you, you realise that he has been not only listening to what you've been saying, but scanning your thoughts the Obviously, entire time. Yeah. And again, Mother for Inkido and Juno, you're like, you. oh, that's why. This is who it is. Yeah. Idiot. I hate this guy. Never change, Clay. Really Never change. Why don't we stop now with a roundabout discussion? We'll just cut to it. There's something you want from us. Well, that's why I appeared in this way. We'll take a seat, have a sandwich and make a proposal because this is... Really getting boring. I have actually been wanting some of the wine. <laughs> Help yourself. I, 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 otherwise, I, it would have been quite difficult because you would have seen a floating glass and I just thought that that was Shut up. Sit down. Now there's no need to talk like that. You judge us as trustworthy when you sat there in the corner, invisible, scanning our thoughts. In the nicest possible way. I have no idea if you're a threat to the country. Threat to the country? Of course I have to check. That's my entire job. I've deemed you not a threat. Look, you can understand how we feel a bit, buddy, because, like, you know, it's it's rude to, like, you know, step on someone's shoe and not apologise. Oh, certainly. It's another thing entirely to read their inner thoughts. Yes, it's also entirely, um, oh, I would say criminal to just let a mass murderer free, isn't it? Or impersonate an arcanist. 
Hmm, that's also quite cool. <laughs> Orin eats a sandwich. And also be working in some way to investigate the consortium as a whole without consent from the consortium. Well, you've lost us there. Well, Miss Epthorn, I think that there's, yeah, Jig is truly up now. Truly. He sort of leans over, <laughs> picks up a, a bottle of wine and a glass. Juna, like. Juna goes into Enkidu's head. Enkidu! Gwendolyn just looks at Enkidu for the second time he's thrown us under the bus tonight. <laughs> yeah. She's just looking at him just like, the fuck? Why? Well, he's been reading our thoughts for the past however long. But now's an opportunity now. So, make your proposal. Yes, um, well, the thing is, and Zeravir, I'm sure, mentioned it as uh, a brief moment ago. That, um, well, Pellegree has not been taken to the holding cells, the, the pens, as, as is usually required of a, um, uh, a captive of the, of the consortium. Uh, you know, all due, due process is given to them as much as we can, of course, of course. No, instead, rather curiously, he's been taken to, um, Arch Magus Granius's personal estate. Oh. In Newford. Oh. In Newford. So they're still in the city. Yes. Yes, that's, that's, that's what you were saying, wasn't it, Zerevir? Yes, that's exactly what I was saying. Now, it would be an awful shame, she goes on, if a, uh, well, if a claimant of the throne were happy to happen to, um, to be asking after a tour of the consortium, well, that would require the attention of all of the high circle, wouldn't it? Yvette. Well... <laughs> Yes, it definitely would. Um, I can imagine that uh, Archimedes Granius would not be at home in such an instance. Hang on, we've gone back to talking in circles again. Please clarify what you mean. Um, are you guys wanting us to, like, break in there while the Arcanists are all out of dodge? I wouldn't necessarily say that. I couldn't confirm that, of course. Oh, I'm sorry, I speak thieves can't. Ixlay ukpe magspe weke. Well, um, let's just say, for example, uh, you know, I do have actually to um, need to speak to Exissa, uh, Wingthrop, who is normally on guard. Uh, I can assume would be on guard with Peregrine. I, I need to I probably need to speak to her quite urgently about, um, well, a possible connection uh, between the faceless footman and the children of Havoc. Could well be a lengthy meeting, is what I'm saying. Yeah. So, to continue the circle talk, oh dear, everyone might be out of the house for a bit. It could well be that way. Um, did you hear, <laughs> Claim? did you hear that uh, uh, such a shame, a selection of edible orbs have uh, been misplaced from the alchemical suite? Oh, is that so? Oh, yes, yes. Um, I believe the blue ones when eaten, uh, make you quite invulnerable to divination magics, whilst the yellow ones turn you invisible for a full hour. Oh, well, that's certainly remarkable. I think we've probably um, taken up enough of these, uh, these young people's time, haven't we? Oh, young! <laughs> oh, question, though. Um, when's uh, this claimant to the throne um, making their tour? Oh, I couldn't possibly. Um, I believe I was just confirming things with Quince on the way over the day after tomorrow. Ah, okay. I see. Yes, that was what we agreed. David, just, um, I would just like to, uh, insight whether they are setting us up to fall here. 
mm. whether there's any like alternative motive to us to them heavily implying that we should break into this place speak to this person find out some clues but yeah yeah i just want to know like are they trying to get us into deeper trouble or are there intentions for us to actually pull this off yeah make an insight check 22 22 they are fully hoping that you will take up the task and discover something that they are missing they want you to succeed at this Ah, I noticed you had some sweets on yourself, a blue bonbon of sorts. Oh, these? I don't suppose you want to share some, do you? Uh, We've got a sweet tooth, haven't we? Oh, yeah. Mm. I wouldn't mind a yellow one. Well, yes, I've got many more at home. Feel free to take this bag. (laughs) Oh, thank you so much. They're quite sour. Are they yellow and blue and they look in them? Yeah. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Juno is going to take a yellow one and put it in her pocket. (laughs) <laughs> yeah um there are there are six of each okay okay you get from uh from the understanding essentially as she'd eaten a blue one in front of you that that clay had probably eaten a yellow one yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but there are six uh, six left of each yeah yeah i don't think aggie can consume the sweets just fyi <laughs> <laughs> just just thinking that out loud now I, this is a sad looking teapot I, goose i'm afraid <laughs> she's gonna have to sit this one out <laughs> I just feel like the metal honking teapot is not going to be the best in terms of a stealthy... Um, Our little teapot. She can go in my back. She but can go in my back. Zeravir does stand up and sort of nods to, to Klain. Um, yes, well, it has been a pleasure seeing you all again. And I, I do hope if, if you learn anything about the Children of Havoc or, um, or their connection to... Well, anything that we've discussed, um, of course, feel free to, to uh, message me. Uh, at any time. Um, Arcanist? Yes, yes. How does one join the consortium? Well, you can apply to uh, to become an apprentice. We, we'll obviously give you an appraisal, see if you um, assess you on, on, your, on your magical abilities, and, um, and then assign you to training, if we think you're good enough. Do I pick up a form? You can do. Where? We have uh, open calls uh, a few times a year as well. Uh-huh. Um, When's the next one? In a few months' time, but with the, um, the Twain Tide Tea Tournament, we've been using that as a small way to scout out potential new apprentices. Oh. Did I make the cut? <laughs> <laughs> Not everybody is suited to academic lifestyles. <laughs> and of course, it is always helpful to have people outside of the confines of academia. Yeah, that's probably why. <laughs> okay, so uh, just checking here as well. Like, um, you know, we're uh, stuck out on our money. Like, our last endeavor, unfortunately, we didn't get enough money from it because uh, we uh, we got interrupted uh, quite abruptly. And, uh, you know, these uh, these endeavors, they are poorly funded as such. And, uh, you know, we are always looking out for kind charity donations and whatnot. Yes, well, many good lucks to you in that endeavour. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they, they, but, the two of them start for the door. Um, uh, Zeravir sort of wiggles a finger and the, the symbols around the room fade. But seriously, where would I get an application form? The front desk. Uh-huh. And then how would I then get the interview? Would it happen quickly? Probably not quickly. 
where time and date would be organized and you'd be expected to show. In the consortium? Exactly. Understood. Or suitable outpost. Good luck to you if you wish to apply. Orin, I think you would make a fantastic consortium person. Thanks, Gina. Plain kind of like chucks back his wine. Uh, <laughs> well, it's wonderful seeing you all again. Uh, it's uh, nice to see you. <laughs> well, no, ooh, that's a good point. Um, and he sort of <laughs> pats a pocket, like pulls out another little yellow sweet and pops in his mouth and disappears. Never change. And Zeravir uh, opens the door and leaves. I do not like invisible people. No, he's very creepy. Orin goes swinging his hands around the room to see if there's anyone else invisible hiding in the room. Yeah. Guy swings his arms around for a bottle and like chugs a large glass of red wine. Uh, Achilles just going <laughs> to step out the kitchen and just like cock his head to the side, just hear if there's any movement from upstairs. A little bit of movement from upstairs, not a whole amount. Maybe one person moving around. Okay. So even without sort of a perception check that you can hear some creaky floorboards. More interestingly, though, is Kasula is slumped on a chair in the room outside of the kitchen. Ah. Um, clearly just waiting for, <laughs> for news of some kind. And Juna, as, as it all sort of finishes, she's just going to turn to Gwen and say, how, how, are, you, how are you doing? How, how was it? Oh, um, family stuff. Fine. Good. I'll tell you about it later. Yeah. You're okay? I am about that stuff. I'm not sure how I'm feeling about what's just happened. Yeah, me too. She squeezes her hand and gives her some guidance. <laughs> no. And Kiri will wave back to Gwendolyn and say, weird hand signals incoming. Um, he's going <laughs> to point to Gwendolyn, point to Kasula, like, do you two want to... And he'll make their flappy... Symbol with his head. Like, do you guys want to talk? Because I could, you know, she's had a long day. Yeah, like Gwendolyn is just like, she's not in the best of moods with Enkidu right now. Whether he can tell that, I'm not sure. Um, but she kind of nods and she goes over. Like, is, is uh, Kasula, she's fallen asleep? Yeah, she's, she was, yeah, you can tell that she was like waiting and it's kind of turned into dozing. And she's like perked up a little bit as people have walked past, but then it's more like, She's just fallen back asleep again. Yeah, Gwendolyn's just like, I think you need to rest. And so she starts to help Kasula up to her bedroom that they were in. She was in earlier. Yeah. Just to, she's had a long day. Thank you, dear. I don't think they've set rooms out for you. Do you have somewhere to stay in town? We do. We do. Don't you worry about us. You, um, you work on getting better. Come by tomorrow, though, won't you? I think we'll need to. <laughs> So it climbs into bed. Yeah. <laughs> and then Gwendolyn will come back and join everybody else. As they go to leave, Juna says, Now we need to get back without any trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go let's 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 go out the back. Come on. Um Yeah. Through the stables. Yeah. And we'll uh, yeah. we'll make our um, way back to the inn. Go upon. Mommy where the inn was. <laughs> uh, it's been a long day. It's been a, a very it's been a very long day. Yeah. Where was the inn, David? <laughs> it was in Wrighton. In it's the feathers right. pillow. <gasps> in right Feathers feathered pillow. So we'd have right to go turn. through the Vale and past Arkenwell on the way. Goodness me. We're not going into the consortium. It's late at night. No, I know we're not Goodness going into me. the consortium, but Orin very much wants to pick up some paperwork on the way past. Uh, they won't be open, will they? No. It's, it's so like late. the Houses of Parliament being open. Like, that is the longest day we've had nobody. in a long time. 
Oren is inspired, yep, we will go we will past try. and check. <laughs> we will try. We'll get a clerk late at night. Excuse me. Excuse me. I need to get a notification. The front desk is closed until <laughs> tomorrow morning. Thank you. Um, <laughs> when guys put his clothes back on and stuff, he looks a little bit more padded. <laughs> oh, God. Is he wearing the robe underneath? Yes. <laughs> Chris adds 4,000 robes to his inventory. It's not a hotel, guys. Has he also got those fake slippers on the inside of his shoes? Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The little, the really rubbish little <laughs> yeah. thin ones. Oh. So, back to the inn? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. A rest yeah. would be good. Yeah. I think it's time. Uh, the walk back, like, I think Gwendolyn's going to be, she's just, she's just a little bit, hmm. So she might not be so chatty. Uh, well, can we keep our eyes out in case we're being followed as well by any mm. spies Ooh, or buried? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Investigation check, please. Not good. Do you get advantage? Cause... Yeah, because we're all we'd all be looking. Yeah, I'll say so. Uh, okay, fine. Uh... Oh, that was much better. Three. I went from like a six to a uh, uh, twenty-one. Wow, twenty-one. Oh, um, there is a brief point that you think someone's following you. They do hang quite a way back, but with some of Orin's like quick turning through alleyways and things, you very quickly lose them. As you do pass, are you, are you going to pass the Arcanist Consortium? Orin really wants to. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea that everyone's like, okay, what's the quickest way back? And Orin's like, well, it has to be this mm, way. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, it's just past the Consortium. And Orin does know all the best back alleys. Yes, yeah. he does. <laughs> He's the guy with the map. He is? Jesus, David. Sorry. <laughs> Why did I find that so funny? <laughs> guy just talked to David. <laughs> 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 Oh, mighty god of fate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the guy the guy at the desk. Is it the same guy from earlier? Yeah, so go. He's yeah, like, yeah. okay, why are you back? Why have you bought friends? You know that we're closed. <laughs> back again. Kind of grumbles at the at the question of for an application and starts rummaging through like loads of little cupboards and stuff that he's got behind him. But eventually he does slap down like a pamphlet in front of you that's got a full list of questions and answers and Thank you very much. Yeah, just deliver that back here. Will do. Be back here in no time. You haven't got a shiny brochure, have you? No. Okay. <laughs> she want, or I want a pr- university prospectus. But for the- <laughs> yeah, what's, the, what's a prospectus? <laughs> it's the most Orin thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> they, they need to work on their marketing. I mean, there's so many choices of magic schools. I mean, why would I pick this one if they don't even have a brochure? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the whole walk back probably takes about two and a half hours flipping heck it's long it's long it's it's across the city um and there was no like gondola no carriage service no hackney cabs anything like that (laughs) not this time of night no like yeah you're looking at like maybe two o'clock in the morning by the time you rock back up at the feather pillow oh if if only we had our flies (laughs) (laughs) and kidu does that weird meme with the puppet that just looks to one side and just Looks back like I have a short rest. I could have flown over any time, <laughs> <laughs> and we all make it back, hopefully. Oh, oh look, the, the pub. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You make it back. You're given your key to your room. Um, I did not make a note if you'd bought one room or many. Oh. Mm. Did you buy one room with bunk beds? Is that right? 
Yeah, I think we had like that a dormitory right. style bunk beddy thing. That that feels yeah. right. Yeah, because Juna said she needs to have a bottom bunk, please. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, so yeah, you all make your way in, sort of claim yeah. bunks and slump down for a very long rest. <laughs> Yay! <sighs> oh, it feels so nice. <laughs> and that's where we'll end the episode. Yeah. Oh, we got here to a long rest. We got to bed, guys. We made it. We made, made it. it. Made it to the end of the whole campaign. Gwendolyn has put the security stuff around. Yeah, yeah, the I room, can assume. The stuff as well. Like she's doing that everywhere nowadays. And as they go to sleep, like guys just will just play like a little tune to do like um dancing lights, but they'll be very small, very little, Aww. and they'll go and they'll just hover around Oren's head to help him read the pamphlet at night. Aww. You you know he is reading that pamphlet as he falls asleep under his face, just like put falls asleep on top of the pamphlet also Juna Juna's gonna do a little ritual before she falls asleep to get Ruana back to wake up to Ruana she needs Ruana back after that conversation uh, and Kiru will not sleep yeah Kiru will air, airplane mode <laughs> <laughs> what are you calling it Daryl when he does like his like he just stays awake I mean we just, just like kind of like um, kind of like a meditative almost like trance or like okay. just a meditative state yeah, yeah something that feels familiar rather than oh he suddenly does power saving mode like yeah, nah, yeah, yeah. it's not like yeah. that is it so he just mm-hmm. goes into like a meditative state and he's thinking about infiltrating places how does Gwen go oh she's grumpy for a while mm. thinking well what's the point of even having a cover if you're just going to pretend that you don't even have one and then so she's having a little grumple in her in her head <laughs> <laughs> and then she goes to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so with Gaius's sort of dancing lights and tune, giving a nice soft glow to the room, that's where we'll end the episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the smell yeah. of burning lavender. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You have been listening to David Knight as your Dungeon Master Ben Galpin as Orin Chris Watts as Gaius Daryl Bailey as Enkidu Grace Kelly Miller as Gwendolyn and Vicky Gaskin as Juna Original music by David Knight Please tell your friends, subscribe and follow us on all the social media Thank you for listening to No Small Roles. Anon for now. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.